everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Season 5, Episode 5, the one with all the kips. Five kips, maybe? Five kips for you. I I don't... I feel like it's a bit of a misnomer because there's not really all the kips. Right. I guess the idea... One kip. Well, I guess it's, yeah, it's supposed to be like, who's going to be the one to lift out maybe? So like, who's going to be the kip? But um, it almost kind of, like reading that name, it almost kind of feels like there was a lot more to this script that then had to get cut to just kind of focus on the Ross Rachel stuff. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it is kind of a weird name. Also, Kip is kind of a weird name. Yeah, kind of. I mean, there's probably some people out there named Kip. Kip, if you're listening. Is it short for something? Kip, Kipperoni? Rostifer? Rostifer. <laughs> that was one of our trivia questions recently. Nickname. Oh, yeah, Nickname was. theme. Yeah, that's, that's right. Fun. It was. Is, um, have you guys been enjoying our trivia? We get good feedback. Like people say that they look forward to it. And yeah. so that's super fun because it's really fun to do. Some people have even um, like given us ideas, ideas. for themes or ideas yeah. for questions. Yes, which is awesome. We love it. Keep and coming. Then, and then definitely usually mine more so than yours. Um, <laughs> Controversial? Are, yes. Hotly debated, which is fair enough because there are a few that it's like, well, technically, and it's kind of like maybe more open to interpretation. So, right. Well, even like, I think in general, for whatever reason, you like to be a more divisive trivia maker, whereas I just want it to be fun. I don't think I like to be divisive. I think I'm just trying to make it harder. And I think in doing that, then things become a bit more like, it's a gray area. Yeah. Um, before yeah. we did our Christmas or Thanksgiving trivia, I can't remember which one. Ashley was leading whichever one she led. And she's like, okay, get ready to answer everybody's prescription for their <laughs> contacts because that's what she trolled me with <laughs> when we did Renee and Ashley trivia. <laughs> but I thought it was going to be hard, but I also like, I mean, I correctly guessed your prescription, so. <sighs> Mine's easy. And I don't really know what it is. <laughs> So whatever you said, as long as it was low, I was like, that sounds right. I don't know. Yeah, you're like, probably. Probably. Um, anyway, we don't talk about anybody's eyes on this episode as opposed no, to the no, other no, episodes. We don't, thankfully. We don't. We don't. Um, so we can start. Well, do you want to start with where the episode starts? With um, Sure. With Monica coming over? Yeah. Um, there has been some stuff as... As most episodes, there's stuff that gets cut out of my Netflix version. There's a decent amount in this one. I realized there was actually quite a bit in the last one, and we didn't call it out. Mm. um, Because I was thinking, like, oh, I thought that happened in that episode. It's not anything – it's not anything really that important. But, like, where they're playing with the Magic 8 ball, and Rachel walks in and is like, ooh, what was the question? And Ross can't tell her that it's, should I never see Rachel again? So he's like – does Rachel get to pick the movie tonight? <laughs> right. And it's like, yes. And she's like, Stella's going to get her groove back or whatever. And like, um, anyway, I just remember mm. being like, huh. So I'm sure there's some stuff missing. So you can call it out when I'll I get to it. In. Okay. Yeah. 
Thank you. Um, okay, so this episode starts um, with Monica coming over to the guy's apartment at like three in the morning, as over indicated to Jay by Man that, and Channies. Yeah, <laughs> that giant digital clock on the kitchen counter. <laughs> yes, being watched over by Chandler in a bathrobe with a piece of rope tied around him. Does that small Hot detail trends. bother you? Hot trends. Yeah, I think it's one of those like trying to make him look bachelory and mission accomplished. Oh, do yeah. you think? I mean, that's all I can think. Because I was like, was that like a thing in the 90s? Was like, I don't know. I wore sold- a tie as a belt a few times. So, but not on your bathroom. possible. <laughs> no, out in public. I think that might be worse. <laughs> Even worse. Um, so Monica comes over. Joey wakes up and is like, what? What time is it? And they lie to him and they're like, it's 9 a.m. And he's like, why is it dark? And they're like, well, silly, you always sleep till noon. This is what 9 a.m. looks like. You know, it worked, surprisingly. It worked. And, and um, honestly, quick thinking, Monica. Quick thinking. Yeah, sometimes she's pretty good with the quick lies. So clever. And Joey's like, all right, going to catch that sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> love him i love him this episode sweet sweet joey gonna see that sunrise and so um yeah so he passes out on the toilet um (laughs) yeah and monica and chandler are like oh my gosh i'm so sick of sneaking around we're gonna get caught and so they're like let's pretend we've got a you know we've each got a conference next weekend and we'll just go basically have like a fun sexy weekend together why not i mean that's what I would do if I was having a secret relationship with my across-the-street neighbor. Yes. One of our friends was having a secret relationship with their across-the-country friend of a friend. What? Do you remember this? No. And they, she lived in New York. He lived no. in L.A. That was a secret? Yeah, I think so. Well, it was a secret from some people because they met in Chicago and she didn't tell me. I was living in Chicago at the time. And uh, she didn't tell oh, me because they were just there for like a lover's that friend weekend. of a friend. That's right. Well, that's because he was a D-bag and we did not approve. I don't think I knew him, but I'm pretty sure he was friends with her, one of her best guy friends who like yes. definitely would not yes. have approved. Yes. Well, yeah. But like I can only s- assume that we wouldn't have approved. But yeah, he also sounds, was one of those people right. who just wanted a secret relationship and didn't want anything else and that's what we didn't approve right and it was like it it wasn't because oh they both are on the same page it's like he is saying things that make it sound like he's gonna budge but he has no plans of budging and just leading her on basically you know that's it was one of those situations where like he was definitely a wolf in sheep's clothing right yeah you know i have this thing to I don't know how recently I've adopted this strategy, but it's basically like if somebody wants to be in a relationship, I'm not going to tell them that they shouldn't because then all they're going to do. I mean, I will like, you know, if it was like a good friend and I just didn't think, but I'm not going to be like, no, you can't do this because then I feel like they just end up making it a secret relationship. Yep. And then it's like, okay, do you actually like this guy or is it just the like fun of the secrecy and the like all of that? So I'm kind of like, do you know what? Just be out in the open about it and then Mm -hmm. you're going to realize what a jerk that guy is. Yeah. My dad told me a long time ago, he was like, there's someone in like our family 
that was in a relationship that nobody really liked and he's like you know we can like try to bring up the conversations and try to like highlight what is positive and what is negative um but just telling somebody straight up you shouldn't be with them because they suck it's like they will end up presenting you instead of the person um because you're yeah. the one like trying you know you're like trying to keep them apart and you're the bad guy so he's like you just it's the kind of thing unless people ask you you have to stay out of it which is so hard sometimes it is hard, especially because it's like where if you're just like, I can see this is not going somewhere good yeah. and like, you know, you're doing it out of love. But when, look, 100 percent, right. because what that what that loved one of yours or your friend or whatever ends up doing is having to defend yeah. that person. Take their side. And so then exactly. And so it's like they can't actually see all the bad stuff because mm-hmm. they've been put in the position to defend them all the time. So it's almost like you just want to kind of be like, I'm an open space for you to come complain if you want, or just talk to me Mm -hmm. about how the relationship is going. And so then they realize on their own, like, oh yeah, this person sucks. Yep. Instead of having to be like, no, they didn't mean that. No, here's all the good stuff. No, it's It's fine. It's constantly the defense. Yep. Yeah. So I actually have a friend right now who's in a new-ish relationship, but it's like, it's newish, but it, it like they 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 live together, so it kind of got they're older and like it got quite serious quite fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but she like spoke highly of him, and then I met him, and he is horrible. He oh, no. he is he, not like at first I was kind of like okay maybe he's just like like the very first time he ever met me he started like saying super combative stuff about the company I work for, and I was like <laughs> uh. And I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe that's just like, maybe he's just like sarcastic or like a bit, you know, maybe he just, I don't know, is like a bit nervous or shy about meeting people and it comes off a bit funny. And so then I hung out with him a second time and it was even worse. And he's just like, the only way that he discusses, like talks to people is like through debate. Oh, geez. And like. Sounds like fun to live with bit belligerent, like not belligerent, but like, cause he just like kind of like doesn't know when to ease up. Yeah, and there was a couple times he said stuff, and like we were having a dinner party and like at her house, and so I kind of just like made a a little bit of a joke to kind of like express my point, but like let it slide. Mm-hmm. And he sort of like got quiet, but almost a little bit like scowly. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there was a few times where I was like, "Oh, what are you guys doing for Christmas?" And she was like, "Oh, don't know yet." And he was like, "Oh, going down to the South Island, like." And she's like, oh, yeah, that's what he's doing. There's just a few times where I was kind of like, there's a few ways he answered me where it was very like me, 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 I, I, I. And I was mm. like, do you even care about my friend? So yeah. um, bit of a jerk, bit of a misogynist, it seemed like. And but I know that if I just came out right to her, first of all, she hasn't asked me what I think of him. So like, you know, right. I'm not going to just offer that. But um, yeah, I'm quietly like gonna lie low um and just kind of see if I can't (laughs) yeah I I'm thinking she's gonna realize sooner or later that he's a bit of a jerk and doesn't treat her well and I'd rather just be there and be somebody that she can confide in well that's the hard thing isn't it like you want to be a good friend but it's like will you will it be a suicide mission to go against him you know um, and I think sometimes it can be and you don't really know and it's like well is it worth it when it's probably going to work itself out and they're That's not exactly coming it. to you for the advice like it's something I'm always really torn on where it's like 
being a good friend versus is this my business? I think that's a question I constantly ask myself. Um, and there's certain things where it's like if somebody's actual well-being yeah. is is in play. I actually, if I yeah. lose their friendship but I save their life or right. their health or something I've truly felt I needed to intervene, I absolutely would without hesitation. Right. Um, but if it's just more of like, oh, this guy isn't my cup of tea, it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah. oh, is it – is she really in danger or is this just like something I have to bite my tongue on until I'm yeah. summoned? But ugh, that sucks. <laughs> and like maybe he treats her really well in private. Like that's possible, totally. you know, because um, my boyfriend yeah. does not come off as like, I mean, you've, you know, you've seen us together. It's not like, oh, lovey-dovey. This is what but... I've been talking about. I've been trying to <laughs> find a way to bring this up, but I didn't want you to hate me forever. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you, Ben. <laughs> um, he's pla- He's yeah, been planning my so demise. Funny. He's been trying to get rid of me for years. He's trying to get rid of both of us so he can take mm-hmm. over and na- yeah. rename this Ben's Friends Club. Ben's he's Friends Club. <laughs> well, we're watching for you, Ben. Do not, don't let him convert you to, <laughs> to Ben's Friends Club. If you tune into Stay this podcast us. one day and it's just like incoherent, mumblings under your breath a very quiet very british confusing <laughs> yes actually kiwi but sounds more british for the most part um it's ben and we've been hijacked and someone help us get our account back because we don't know how yeah it was ben doing it it was always ben anyway um yeah that's a good point so it's like you know is this going to work itself out should i just be patient am i actually even being asked for my advice um or you know the first question is like is this person actually in danger their mental well-being their physical well-being their financial well-being like yeah I think if because um absolutely like if you think somebody's harming themselves or others or like you know being put at harm's way then like yeah you need to say something and if they want to cut you out as a result you know there's a time and a place where you need to just be like well I have to yeah. say something, but otherwise, yeah. that's why I'm just gonna lie low and let her realize it. So yeah. anyway, um, so Monica and Chandler. So okay, so we'll go on with theirs. They both end up lying and saying that they've got conferences in. Is it Jersey? Um, I think okay. yeah. They do both say New. That's right, because they both say New Jersey, and Monica's like, "Oh, funny. Seems like Chandler's conference could have been somewhere else, like Connecticut." <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And he's like, well, I don't get to choose where the conference is. It's not a fake conference. Right. So, <laughs> Which once again, they're being like, no chill. Yeah. So they go to some random nondescript looking hotel room in Jersey. And um, they get there and they're so excited. And Monica, so Chandler turns on the TV and starts watching this high speed car chase, which <laughs> am I correct that that is no longer allowed to? High-speed car chases are no longer allowed to be broadcast? Or is I that only in certain no states? idea, honestly. I guess I okay. don't, like, get the news, so we don't have, like, right. regular TV, so I have no idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. Also, I feel like people know how it's going to end now. They just don't bother. Well, I'm or, pretty sure that – I'm pretty sure that um, – this could be me making this up, but I thought I had heard that at least in some states, they are not allowed to be broadcast because they know that 
like people usually want the notoriety. And so they do the high speed car chases because they know they're going to like get on TV. Um, Whereas it's like there are still like there obviously are still high speed car chases like the cops still barricade the motorway sure. oh yeah the highway and still chase people and whatever but i just don't I, th- I don't think they like send out the chopper and all that stuff anymore um unless maybe they do and yeah i, just I actually bet the they do i bet they do still send the chopper only to keep track of him because it's yeah easier from but the not, sky. To, like, not like the news not chopper to, right yeah i don't know i mean i don't know I would guess freedom of the press. They can broadcast whatever they want. That's like current events in your community. Um, yeah. But I'm not positive. I it see. I understand your. Um, I think it's just a 90s thing. And like people just don't care mm, anymore. They might watch much. the video later on YouTube. But nobody's going to like stay tuned into CNN or Fox News because of a high speed car For chase. Car- Unless it was somebody like famous or something. Right. Yeah, but like um, like a certain Mr. Simpson. Like a certain juice. Um, the They are very dangerous. And like I've heard in New Zealand, they're trying to get cops to agree not to chase criminals because like it so often results in death because, in you know, either of death, the person. Probably. Exactly. Civilian or the person driving, um, you know, or the people in the car with them. But yeah, like a lot of other people too, because they crash into people or they hit people on sidewalks and stuff. That's such a hard thing because it's like, well, then they're going to get away. Um, Yeah. So it's like, where do you, yeah, I don't know. And what constitutes chasing? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know that there's a great answer. Well, anyway, not the point of this one. So so I- um, Let's just all get our tracking devices put in and then they'll just know where we are all the time. Well, I was going to say when like self-driving cars and stuff are a thing, they could <gasps> very well like... program them to not. They could be like, if this police, whatever, mm. like clicks like a onto magnet your car, and it brings you over. It's like a tractor beam from Star Trek. Yes, exactly. Right. Is That's this the I'm second time I've brought up Star Trek, Star Trek in two um, episodes? Unfortunately, it is. So <laughs> nerd alert. <laughs> I am slowly converting this into a Star Trek podcast. <laughs> Jokes, I'm not. I don't know if about it. Good but, luck. Um, yeah. Anyway, the future. So um, Monica, while Chandler is watching High Speed Car Chase, Monica, there's like lipstick on the glasses. And she's like, we've got to change rooms. Her reasoning is that if they didn't change the glasses, what else didn't they change? I am a bit more laid back. I mean, hotel rooms are gross, full stop. Yeah. I don't know that I would have required uh, a room change based on it. Yeah, I'd just I mean, be like, we want clean glasses. Right. I don't think that her logic is totally wrong. However, if this room didn't get changed properly, chances are the other rooms just the got others like, tidied. Yeah, that's you what know? I'm thinking. I was um, like, it's not a different hotel. Right. And like I am really of the impression that hotels get like a once like a really just a tidy and they probably like wipe down all the surfaces. I'm not saying it's not clean, but I don't think it's like the deep cleaning job everybody thinks. But if you've ever gone on right. a cruise, the day you leave your cruise, like when you're leaving the rooms, they are like taking everything out and they just like vacuum scrub wipe down like those rooms get just doused 
in cleaning supplies. It's so impressive. They like literally clean everything. And I'm like, oh, these are really clean. Whereas a hotel, I'm like, "Eh, (laughs) questionable. Like, has any of this been wiped down? I don't really know. I would definitely ask for a new glass. Those are things that I used to feel bad about when I was younger. But it's like, if I was a server, when I was a server, somebody would have been like, oh, there's a little bit of lipstick on this. I would have been like, oh, let me replace that for you. Like, I would want to do that and not have them suffer through it. Um, So, yeah, I would have just... Suffer through it. I I get that with lipstick, like, those glasses could have been washed. Yes, they just weren't. Yes. Lipstick doesn't come off in the dishwasher sometimes. Um, I get that. And so I'm never like, oh... And excuse me, did you guys even clean? It's just like, I would have just called down to the front desk and been like, hey, there's um, there's some lipstick. Can you send up fresh glasses? Right. Because it, yeah, it doesn't come do. off in the dishwasher, but just means they haven't been like scrubbed by hand, which no dishes exactly. are anymore. Which, so yeah. yeah. And I get that like, it'd be great if people caught it. We were at a really fancy restaurant here and my wine glass had just like a bit of a lipstick smudge and I I was wearing lipstick too but I like pointed it out to the server and I was like but it's a different shade and he's like oh my gosh I'm so sorry and yeah. I was like don't don't be I get it like these yeah. this glass got washed it's just that like everyone's working their butts off and in a huge rush and you didn't yeah. inspect every glass before you set it out like one can slip by like I'm not stressed about it you know like yeah it's a you're not forcing me to drink out of it so I don't care <laughs> Yeah. Um, have you ever had anything gross in a hotel room like this? I I had like towels that had like makeup stains on them. Okay. But I don't once again it's kind of one of those like I don't know that it wasn't clean, it just wasn't like new. Yeah. Um but that's because right, makeup like, stains, like yeah. Oh, um, you know, this is kind of funny. I, I wouldn't say it was gross, though. We went somewhere and we stayed for like, I'm going to say like three or four nights. And it was on our second or third night. So we'd been there already. So they were coming to like make the bed and change out the towels and like those kind of things like housekeeping, tidy ups in the middle of your yeah. stay. And we got back into the room after the room had been tidied up and there was half of a Nutter Butter on the nightstand. <laughs> and... It was so random. Like, we did not bring this Nutter Butter right. with us. It was so random. And I was like, they must have just been like having a snack while they were doing the room and left the rest of her snack behind. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't say that was gross. It was just more right. it was just like, funny. funny. I'm sure I've had like glasses that weren't, cl- you know, I feel like those are the kind of things yeah. that um, just happen. But um, yeah, what about you? Um, <clears throat> okay, so I've got two stories. Um, which are juxtaposed one not not like anything that gross thankfully I'm sure that yeah I'm sure that there has been gross stuff that I've just forgotten about but again the the lipstick on the glasses isn't like that bad in my opinion but um, recently on a trip to Auckland I was staying at a hotel and I had been I was staying there for two nights I think I had already had my first night and my second day it was like I was back at the hotel after work and I was getting changed before like going out to meet people for dinner. And I don't know why, but I looked up because it was like these these hotel rooms have really tall ceilings. Mm-hmm. I looked up and there was a dirty sock covering the smoke alarm. What? And like dirty as in like it had like, you know, when like if you're wearing white socks and you walk around and like your yes. toe 
parts get dirty because that's oh my where gosh. it's like pressing down. It should also be mentioned was, that Ashley hates feet so much. So yeah, this is I like extra gross for her kind. Feet. So I was just like, what? And so I ever kind. <laughs> yes. Thank you for. So I, I called down to the front desk and I was like, um, there's like a sock dangling from the ceiling. And the girl at the front desk was like, oh, do you know what? Or maybe she came up to have a look and she was like, do you know what? Oftentimes um, we have a lot of flight attendants that stay here and they do this type of stuff. So they should like maybe it's so they could like smoke in the room or like cook something <laughs> or like take a super hot shower so that smoke alarms don't go off. Because she's like, you know, oh. sometimes the smoke alarms are quite sensitive, like even for steam from the shower. And I was like, oh, OK. And so she had to like send the guy up with the ladder to come like pull the sock down what but if they were kind of just falling like, on you in the middle of the night oh my god that's what i was thinking i was like ew <laughs> has like dirty like sock dust been like dripping down on me while i slept so but funny it was pretty far away and but i was kind of like and they were like oh we're so sorry and i was like oh it's fine and like that was kind of the end of it they were just like oops we'll come get it so on the flip side i was in japan for work staying at a hotel in tokyo and it was like a very nice hotel i looked into staying there like when i was when Ben and I were in Japan two years ago just for like a fun trip. And I was like, oh, we cannot afford that. (laughs) So I was like very lucky to get to stay there for work. It was this super flash hotel and um, with like a view of the Tokyo Tower. Anyway, um, I was there one night. uh, Like, yeah, I was just in, I was in my room one evening and sorry, Renee, a cockroach was on the wall. And I was okay. like, Renee hates cockroaches as much as or more than I hate feet. So this is oh, more. T- I should have I should have given more. you a trigger warning. Um, warning. So so just like not that big, not anything crazy. A cockroach is on the wall. And I called down. I was like looking around for like bug spray, cleaning products, anything that I can kill it with because I'm not about to like smush it. Real um, quick, though. what? How big are we talking? Not not crazy not like a tiny tiny one but not okay. like not like a palmetto bug but not like okay. not not the teeny tiny ones okay so yeah. like a like normal size medium cockroach. size ones oh gosh yeah okay yeah mm, not great visuals. but not the ones not the ones that are like <sighs> uh-oh this is an infestation you know it wasn't like yeah but like tokyo you know it's like new york like of course there's gonna be yeah it's just stuff right whatever. sure 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 so I was like, I can kill this myself, but I don't want to, like, get close enough to kill it with, like, a <laughs> tissue. Like, I'd rather, you know, get some. But there was no chemicals in the room. So I called onto the front desk, and I was like, oh, there's a cockroach. Can you please, like, send some bug spray? So they come up. There's, like, three guys that come up, like, all in a line. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. We're so Please move. Please move rooms. And I was like, oh, like, no. It, it's because my stuff is spread out everywhere. I was there for a week. And I was like, guys, it's fine. Like, I don't have to move rooms. Like, you know, trying to be like, don't worry about it. And they're like, no, please. And then I was like, it's okay. And then like they catch it. So like one guy catches it and then they start like spraying all of this bug spray. And I was like, oh, you're going to like fumigate the room. I was like, oh, okay. Don't worry. So I like had to start like collecting all my stuff. And I was like running around with these like three, like very quiet, polite Japanese men staring at me. I'm like grabbing all my stuff and like, sorry, I didn't need to make such a big deal about I like, I guess I could have just caught it myself. But anyway, and so then they were like, yeah, they were like, we've comped your mini bar. (laughs) Oh, thank you. So it was just in New Zealand. They're like, oh, there's a sock. Oh, yeah, it's probably the flight attendants are bad. And then in Japan, they like, like, yeah, comped all of my drinks and moved me to a nicer room. And it's quite funny. Oh, that's really nice. 
I just remembered. Yeah. I think I blocked it out. I did have one t- other terrible hotel experience. Um, we went to Vegas. Like this was like three or four years ago, and we went with um. So Matt's best friend Amos and his wife Carly, who I love them so much, and they are wedding photographers, and they were shooting a wedding in Vegas, like a really fancy one. Um, at like a, they basically had the whole pool area at one of the fancy hotels for this wedding. Um, but Carly's aunt has all these timeshares like leftover from the 90s that she never uses. So Carly's always like, well, we'll use them. So we were going to stay with them at the timeshare. There's like a um, – it's like a high-rise condo. It's off the strip, but it's not far from like the main strip in Vegas. So we were going to stay with them there. And the wedding was on Saturday. And so they needed to be there like Friday night to scout everything Saturday morning. Um, like locations and stuff so the plan was we all flew in Friday night but the thing was is that the timeshare we couldn't get in until Saturday um, early check-in because it was like a Saturday to Saturday thing so um, Carly was like I found this really cute like remodeled hotel in old Vegas it was like an old motel style like with the pool in the courtyard and like two stories Mm -hmm. kind of like a lot of the hotels in Palm Springs like Springs yeah like two stories, like kind of retro, but it had been totally remodeled. Nothing fancy, like Ikea cabinets, but everything was like cute and kind of mid-century and they had done the colors really right. And it was $35 a night. I was like, this is amazing. Oh my gosh. I am, because at first when she said how cheap it was, I was like, I don't think I want to stay there. And she sent me the pictures and I was like, oh wow, wow. this is really cute. And it only been remodeled yeah. within like the last six months. And we were like, this is great. So we just stayed there the first, we were going to stay there the first night and then move to the timeshare. So we get in pretty late on Friday, um, like especially coming from like the east side of the country. You know, I think we went after work and so we didn't get in until late. And um, we got there and we just quickly dropped our stuff at the hotel and when we were in the hotel, I thought I saw something out of the corner of my eye. And I was like, I looked over towards the bathroom. It was just, you know, just like a regular hotel room, like bed, desk, little bathroom. And um, it's not like a lot of the hotels are now where the bathroom is like by the front door. Does that make sense? It was like the door opened right into the bedroom. The bedroom. And then the bathroom's on like the far side. Yeah. Right. So you would look right and you could be in bed and look into the bathroom. Um, I feel like yeah. hotels aren't really built like that now. They're always like in the hallway, like on the doorway. But yeah, um, yeah. so I like set my stuff down on. There was this chair next to the bed, like kind of kitty corner from the bathroom. And I thought I saw something out of the corner of my eye. And I, I like kind of glanced and I was like, I looked around. I didn't really see anything. And I was like, I just, you know, I just imagined it or whatever. So, but something in me was like, I changed my clothes because we were going to go get something to eat. And something in me was like, don't put your suitcase on the ground. You should leave it on this chair and you should zip it up. That That's probably good. Whereas normally I would be like digging through my suitcase and just kind of like leaving yeah, things wherever. Yeah, flopped open. Yeah. So we go to dinner. We eat. It's late. It's super late. I think we went out to eat at like 1 o'clock. But it's Vegas, right? Oh, wow. You know, you do your thing. Yeah. So we are coming back to the hotel and we walk in and I turn on the light. And Ashley, I'm not exaggerating, like a handful Oh my of God little little cockroaches scatter in the bathroom because it was on white tile i just lifted my feet up off the ground watch your feet there's bugs everywhere and i was like (laughs) oh my gosh i was like my worst fear is coming true yep 
Um, and so I called down to the front desk and I was like, hey, um, I'm sure this is just one of those things. Like, because honestly, you can get cockroaches anywhere. I don't judge. Yeah, but like uh, a bunch yes. to go scattering. Um, well, and usually the little little ones mean an infestation. It's not they just do. like, oh, yeah. this crawled up from. But I was like the, trying yeah. not to freak out. And at this point, it's like two or three in the morning. Um, and I called down and I was like, hi, I need a different room. Like I just turned on the light and there was a bunch of cockroaches. Um they were like we're totally sold out um let us called at like our sister properties called all sold out um i looked at a few other places and the only thing that was available was like the super super high roller hotels with the super (sighs) nice like all that was left was fancy rooms and i was like i need a room for two hours And so we could go, you know, I need to like get a little yeah. sleep, but I, there was nothing unless I was going to drop a thousand dollars, which I was just did unwilling you, to do. And you didn't have a car, did you? So it's not like you could go we sleep didn't. in your car. Oh. Nope. We were picking up the car in the morning because we didn't need it that night. Um, right, of course. So we got the car on our way to the condo. Um, and so I had to sleep in that room. And I'm sure you didn't sleep. I did not. I like, you know, would doze and flinch awake because I thought there was something on me. I we covered all the like any crack we could find, which there weren't many because, like I said, recently remodeled. But we wet the washcloths and covered the drains and the sink and the um the oh, that's shower. Me creepy crawl because like I wouldn't sleep with my mouth open. Well, like, I, I do was sleep like with my mouth open, so I'd have like, yeah. <laughs> what did you do? I just slept like on top of the covers, like in a hoodie, like didn't want to touch anything. It was horrible. I was mm. traumatized. It was awful. Did they like come in and spray your bathroom for you or anything? Um, they sent up somebody, yeah, and put out some like bait, I think, and sprayed it down. But I'm like, they are clearly <sighs> other places. Oh my god. Um, but oh, that's so horrible. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. And I mean, yeah, I think we went to bed at like three or something like that and then basically got up at like six and just left because I just yuck. couldn't deal it was awful so um that so is if it's too good to be true it's because it probably is <laughs> yeah good moral of the story and that would definitely be like we're changing rooms oh well I try yes. yeah I tried yeah like, exactly but yeah, I um, was like, I mean, even though chances are if they're in this room, they're probably in another room. In all, but yeah, exactly. What you don't know doesn't hurt you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, oy, yuck. So uh, you guys are welcome to write in. Please tell us if you have any uh, horrifying hotel stories that you want to share. Yes, Best would love to hear. Podcast, either on Instagram or at Gmail. At Gmail. Um, so Gmail. So the first, so the first one, like Chandler, I think is it being a little bit like, really, you want to change rooms? And she's like, well, I didn't want to say it before, but like, you know, the carpet smells or something like that. Um, I think maybe that's a later one though. when he's like, like ocean and she's like, like feet. And so, okay, fair enough. So it's not just the glasses. She obviously like doesn't have a good feeling about that hotel room. So they switch and then... Don't they have to, they try to, they try to switch again because it's like a garden view room and she wants to Yes. Don't they, they have like they paid three for different ocean ones view. they switch to? Yeah. At least. I don't even think we see all the rooms that they go to. Yeah. And so she's like, you know, he just wants to watch this car chase and he doesn't really care. 
Um, but she's obviously, so this is one of those things, right? That's so typical in relationships where it's like, it's fine that Chandler's not bothered by these little things that are bothering Monica, mm-hmm. but it's the fact that he, he knows Monica and he knows that their whole thing is to have like a good weekend together. And so he should want her to feel comfortable, but instead he's kind of just like, oh, you're being ridiculous. Come on. And it's because he's not really paying attention. I think if he was paying attention and not watching the car chase, he'd be trying to help Monica feel more comfortable and like get a room that she likes or, you know, like help solution. Cause he seems to be pretty like accommodating to her normally. Yeah. And it's one of those things too, where it's like, if he's going to, so if he doesn't want her to make a big deal about it, he can't make a big deal about it either. So like he, rather than just being like, I don't know, like when he's just like, oh, am I getting in the way of all the room switching fun? Like she's ready to like kind of move on. And I agree. She's being a little bit of a pill. She's just kind of at this point, you know, okay, you didn't, uh, they put you in a, a less nice room. But if the other rooms that you paid for aren't working, you just ask for a discount. Like you ask for your money back. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. there aren't any other you rooms. Go, so like, hey, do you want to have a yeah. room or do you not want to have a room? Um, yeah. I think they happily would have given you a discount. Um, I should say my Cockroach Hotel did give us a discount and a coupon for next time. And I was like, no thanks. No thank um, you. How did they give but, you a discount on $35 a night? <laughs> they did. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it wasn't a lot, but we did get some money back. Because, you know, once they add like taxes and fees and, you know, it's like $350. But, <laughs> you know, I think it was, I think honestly, like all in with everything, it was like 55 And I think we ended up paying more like 30 I think they gave us like a Why, pretty hefty right? discount. So, yeah, anyway. but you're right. He could have been like, hey, let me go down and talk to the front desk and yes. sort it out. Like, I'll go make sure that they don't charge us for the ocean view room. Yes. But like, yeah, it's like you stay in the ocean view room that they have or you stay in the other room that they have available. You can't like you can't have both. Right. Yes. You know, um, yes. You can't keep complaining about what's not available to you anymore because it's not available. You either want to stay here or you don't. Um yeah. Oh, I actually think that the carpet smell like ocean, no like feet is cut out. It is cut out. Yeah. That's why I couldn't remember which part it comes in. I do think that, yeah, like maybe if Chandler would have been paying attention because when he's like, oh no, they gave us glasses. Like he could have been like, let me just call and get us some fresh glasses. You go freshen up. You'll feel better. It's just the long trip or something. Totally. Instead, he's like in the bud right there. Yes. And instead of like being helpful, he's just like being buddy buddy and watching the uh car chase with you know clark the bellboy um yeah they just like i don't know he's definitely not helping the situation that's all i know he's not and like you said monica's being a little annoying and he's not on board with it but anyway we can see where this is going so yeah so the part where he's like geez mom I'm, and she like looks at him and is like what did you call me <laughs> I'm like oh yeah oh, no I it's said geez mon <laughs> um nice yeah. nice save it is bad so so they're arguing and um does she actually like storm out does that yeah she does they cut that out of the oh yeah you part. like fest getaways watch this yeah it, it yeah. must be cut out it's cut out yeah, and she's like, like, I don't, yeah. 
I don't like fast getaways. I like car chases. And it's like, well, yeah, you also that's like right. being single, apparently. <laughs> He's such a numpty. Right. And I so know. they have to cut their um, trip short early because they get in the fight and they're like not. Or yeah, because she's like, I'm not going to. I don't want to be. If you're going to be like this, I don't want to be with you this weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. And so then she leaves. So they get back and um, Joey's like, oh, Chandler, you're home early. Yeah. And, sh- and he's like. Yeah, the conference sucked. Oh, it wasn't a total bust. I saw Donald Trump waiting for an elevator. And then I fought with my coworkers. <laughs> my coworkers. Yeah. And then same thing with um Monica. She was like, Oh yeah, they just don't appreciate good food, blah, 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 whatever. Um, so they're still fighting. You know, she's like, How much was the room? I'm gonna pay you for half, you know, and they're kind of like arguing whatever. Um and then later there in her apartment and she's like oh yeah i saw donald trump waiting for an elevator at my conference yep and, and joey, joey kind of like yeah and then he realizes and i thought before we start talking well okay we'll finish talking about it because um it's hilarious how well, joey when yeah. yeah go on i was gonna say there's also the part before when he she's like arguing with him about the room um and joey comes out because they're arguing and yeah. she's like Chandler stole a 20 from my purse. And Joey's like, you know what? Come to think of it, I always find yourself with 20s and I never have any. <laughs> and they like settle into this like head nod. And it's like yeah. Monica's won, her, won him over to her the ridiculous Joey argument. Joey logic is just a thing. Yeah, he's got some really funny ones in this episode. And I he do does. like that. They make him a little um, dumb, but it's it's cute. Pretty but dumb. Yeah pretty but dumb <laughs> um right so when she says like the eyelash curler thing and the oh yes, yeah, sorry so, so yeah oh yeah the hotel Chandler's calls. like the hotel called um joey's like the hotel called and they said that you forgot your eyelash curler and he's like oh uh i can't remember what does he say he's like um, i was <laughs> oh gosh what does he say I can't remember. He's like, but he's... I thought you hooked up with a girl and she yeah. left it there. Uh, oh, he said, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that is mine. That's what he says. That's all he that, said was that is mine? Yes. That was mine. And he's like, uh, because I thought maybe you hooked up with someone and the girl left it there. And Charlie's yeah. like, yes, that, that would have made more sense. Way made more sense. And then Joey's like, all right, I'm just going to ask this once. Were you or were you not on a gay cruise? <laughs> I love that. Okay, so then the eyelash curler thing, the Donald Trump waiting for an elevator thing, Joey puts two and two together. Not just a hat rack, my friends. Not just a hat rack, my friend. And realizes that Monica and Chandler were away together for the weekend. And start, which like they weren't, yeah, they they didn't really plan that well. Like, you know, they were kind of dropping out the details not yep. being the secretivist. And so they like pull him into Monica's room and they're like, yes, you're right. It's true. We are together. It happened in London. In London? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, you can't say anything. We're not ready to tell people. And so he's like freaking out, but he's like, all right, fine. I won't say anything. So now Joey knows. Yes. He knows. We know he knows. Correct. It's a big moment because this little facade that they've been building up for five episodes is now starting to 
there's chinks in the armor and not because they've been mm-hmm. so sneaky up until this point honestly it's a miracle they haven't been caught earlier yeah they're really like, not good at i honestly around. think on some level they want to get caught because it's easier than telling people i think they're just being lazy like really i don't lazy. know if that's like wanting to yeah i don't know i don't know the whole like oh you actually want to be caught but i i mean maybe but i guess in my mind i was just like they just either assume everybody else is stupid or they don't appreciate how much effort it actually takes to hide stuff. Yeah. Well, and they kind of also, like, have the DTR. It's not, like, super official, but um, Monica's like, okay, you can't just, like, it's just a fight. You can't just break up every time you have a fight. Otherwise, you'd never be with anyone. And they're both like, oh, oh yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. That um, happened too. Sorry, I skipped all that. Yeah, Monica's she's like, like, welcome to adult relationship. Yeah. And then he starts to panic a little yeah. bit. But he gets over it quickly. But, yeah, that's right. That is a good one yeah. when she's like, if you broke up with somebody every time you had a fight, you'd never have a relationship longer than... And then she's like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's wrong with you. It's all making sense now. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's switch our brains from one secret relationship starting to one non-relationship. I don't know. Bottoming out? Okay. So, yeah. last episode, Ross was like, he finally got hold of Emily and he was like, what can I do to, you know, prove to you that I love you? And she's like, she agrees to, you know, he tries to convince Carol and Susan to move to London. Doesn't work. She's like, you know. They have tea and a queen. (laughs) And a queen. Eh? Good one, Ross. Um, And so he's like, please, Emily, come to New York. That's what you're going to do anyway. Let's just like work this out. And so she agrees on the condition that he never sees Rachel again. Woof. So. Rachel does not know this. Um, so Ross is spending this episode moping. Um, he walks into the apartment and is like chugging Pepto-Bismol because he's like, Emily's on her way here. I haven't had a chance to talk to Rachel yet. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, and then Rachel comes in and he's trying to tell her oh yeah so they're all like oh we're flipping monica's mattress so they all like go in the bedroom to like give them some space quick fun aside mine when you're done yeah (laughs) um quick fun aside so the four of them monica phoebe chandler joey are in monica's room and joey pulls out a box and he's like well last time remember how we got stuck in here for hours i figured when he said rachel's name it was gonna happen again so I hit a box so with, like, provisions. Not just a hot rack, my friend. <laughs> and so it's he's got, what does he say? He's got, like, snacks, crosswords, Mad Libs, Mad Libs. condoms. Mine. <laughs> Mine. So, yeah. So they've got, like, you know, a box of entertainment and snacks. Well, condoms. Um, so they could, they don't know how long they're re- going to be in there. Yeah. And they have to repopulate the earth. Yeah. And condoms, and condoms are the way to do are that. Are to do that. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. So so Rachel's reading a letter from her mom because apparently her mom can't call her on the phone. I don't know. That was weird to me. 
It was, it is, it'd be less weird to me if they lived in different areas, but they call each other yeah. all the time. It's not like her, my mom, I know my mom used to get letters from her mom in the seventies because my grandparents lived in New York still. My mom lived in Florida. So like they would write letters because long distance phone calls were expensive, but right. I'm like, okay, it's like 1998. Just call Long Island. Yes. <laughs> right there. I, I was going to say, and like her mom drops in sometimes. So it's right. not like. I don't know. Maybe she just felt like working on her correspondence. But I also yeah, feel I like if so. your dog dies, like that's when you pick up the phone. Yes. Anyway, agreed. She she writes Rachel a letter to tell her that the family dog died. And this is Le at Poo. the same time Ross <laughs> LePou, which I, has been a trivia question of ours before, too. Mm-hmm. A little tidbit. Um, and so this is the same time Ross is trying to give her the news that Emily's coming and he can't see Rachel anymore. Um, but the dog dying news supersedes that and Ross is like, okay, well I can't tell her now. So then he kind of just spends the rest of the episode following her around from scene to scene being like, Oh, I need to talk to you. So, and like, just it's like all on with the it same already. day. I'm like, it's very weird. Cause they're all, they're both in the same outfits. Right. So it's like, then they're in the coffee shop and he tries to tell her, but her nose starts bleeding and yeah. she's like, yeah, this happened when my grandfather died. And so, he doesn't tell her then. And so then she's back upstairs and then he comes in and finally manages to tell her. He's like, you know, remember when you said to give Emily whatever she wanted? Well, she wants me to not see you. And Rachel's like, oh, well, you can't do that. And yeah. then she's what are you like, going to tell oh, her? My- yeah. What are you going to tell her? Oh, my God. You said you agreed to it. And then Rachel gets really mad. Um, yeah. And. And I get, I get why Rachel's mad and like, she's hurt, right? Yeah. But I still just feel so bad for Ross because <laughs> he's being put in this crappy position. He is. And I have empathy for the crappy situation because I don't believe it's 100% his fault. I think yeah. it's the the product of just bad a crappy timing. situation yeah really crappy situation i don't think that emily is being completely unreasonable um like we said last time like i i think it feels unreasonable but i put myself in those shoes and i'm like i would never want matt to spend quality time with a woman he said's name at the altar yeah you know <laughs> like it's that would be extremely hard to swallow i think i i think what would probably be easier and more realistic is like I don't want you to be alone with her th- at all, right? Right. Um, Which that like he Ross could do that, right? But at the same time, she's super hurt and she's terrified. You know? Yeah. So what I what I don't feel bad about for Ross is that he has told everybody else. Oh my gosh! Yes, except for Rachel. Except for Rachel. Um. And it's, yeah, and especially, like, Rachel doesn't know this in the moment, but he agreed to it when she was sitting in his house. Like, it just, like, it feels like such betrayal, you know? And, oh, terrible. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I mean, there's a million different ways I feel like you could do this differently. And we've said before, too, like, just get Emily there to then kind of, like, be part of the group and be part of your day-to-day life a little bit more. And then yeah. like, um, 
then she could realize that there's nothing going on or maybe she still think there will be something going on and then you right. deal with that. You have to address that. Yeah, but I think you're right. I think the whole like, I don't want you guys to hang out alone. Like that's that's pretty reasonable for a lot of couples. Yeah. Especially, like, but I you know also what I think, mean? Yeah, I think it would still be really humiliating to have to be in the same room with them. Especially yeah. at first. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think eventually the sting will go away and it will be normal. But at first, like, at first, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't really think she's being, it feels like thinking about the story because we're like, well, it's Ross and Rachel. And like, Ross and Rachel hang out all the time with everybody. But I'm like, if it was me and I was moving to another country to be with this person. Yeah. I would, wouldn't want to have yeah. to like socialize with your ex whose name you said on our wedding day. Like, oh, woof. Yep. 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 When you put it like that, it's like, uh-huh. So the th- so I, I hear you. So I understand why Rachel's hurt. I just feel yeah. bad that she gets so mad at Ross because I'm like, Ross is really just trying to like juggle, you know, trying to make this work for everybody. But what I don't like is that when he, when they're in the apartment and he says that to Rachel and then he's like, Rach, I have to make this marriage work. I have to. I just have to make this yeah. one work. And yeah. I'm like, um, the emphasis on this. Yes. And not like, I love Emily so much. I just need mm-hmm. to like, you know, I need, I, and she's so hurt. Like, it's more like I have to make my marriage work because I can't have yes. another failed marriage regardless of like it's right. definite. Yeah, that's the vibe I was getting. Yes. And I also really dislike on for both Rachel and Emily when he's like, the good thing is, is we can still hang out until she gets here. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And he's like, well, that's, and then she's like, oh, lucky me. That's yeah, and I don't blame her because it's like I'm going to bestow my my presence on you for the next few days, but then it's just going to be like, see ya. And also, I'm pretty sure when Emily says, I don't want you to see Rachel anymore, she doesn't mean as she soon as mean, I get there. Yeah, exactly. She means full stop. And Ross is not handling this well. because He's not yeah. handling it well. I understand it's a pretty impossible situation, but like – you just have to bite the bullet in this one and just, you know, you're going to piss some people off, but like be a man of your word. Like if you're making this promise to Emily, it, it's important to her. You just need to do it. And you need um, to appreciate the spirit of it is not like, it's kind of like, it's a little different, but it's kind of like when people are like, I'm going on a diet on the first of the month. And that's three days away. So between now and then, I'm going to eat literally everything I can. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so it's yeah, kind of like. Yeah, it totally I, is. I get why you would do that because you're like, oh, I'm not going to get to have all this stuff. But it's like, that's not like, it's not good to do that. <laughs> it's not good. No. And it kind of like, it's like two it's two steps forward one step back like you're binge eating all this junk food it's like well just like i was about to say have the few things you want to have before throughout the month instead of being yes exactly or like even i don't know i i don't really diet so i don't know though you know i know that a lot of people have good results with like paleo or you know whatever keto and stuff but i guess it's like so if that's your thing, you're like, I'm going off carbs, so I'm going to eat all the carbs I can right now. It's like, okay, well, your body's still going to have to work that off. It's now just yeah. like you're starting from a worse place. Mm-hmm. But I'm more so like, just let yourself eat that stuff, but just yeah. limit it instead of being like, okay, no, I can't have any of this stuff at all. 
I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's like a personality thing though. There's a podcast I listen to. I made you take the um personality test, the uh obliger. Oh yeah. So that podcast it's called Happier, and there's all these little like little personality things or like little like are you this or are you that they they have these things at the beginning it's called know yourself better it's like would you rather this or that or whatever one of them is are you a moderator or an abstainer would you rather abstain and be like it is just easier for me to not have this thing rather than deciding how much when and where I do it um and then and the moderators are like well I just will have a little bit when the time is right or on these occasions or whatever like they can they're easy they're they're not so all or nothing I am better at all right. or nothing um it's easier for me to say like well I don't eat this thing than it is for me to be like well I'll just have some sometimes what did I t- I don't remember what I responded as oh this was the you didn't take this quiz oh it was a different one oh right, right it's right. a different one this is a know yourself better and I th- I've always thought you're a moderator like you're able to just like have a little bit and then be like okay I'm done yeah Whereas I'm like, well, it's here now. I should eat all of it. So Ben's that way too. Like okay. he, his funny tagline is like, get this away from me. Cause like, yeah. he like, <laughs> I joke, am I joking that like <laughs> we split our grocery bills, but I'm like, I am truly subsidizing your food because we'll buy stuff and I won't touch it. And it's not just like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's normal in every household, one or two things. Like, it's like a two-thirds, one-third thing, <laughs> I think. But you know what? It's fine. Um, he is a hard snacker. Um, yeah. And so there's a lot of stuff. But do you know what's interesting about that moderator abstainer is I think that um, I think like that makes a lot of sense that some people are just better because, you know, some people are like, oh, I just don't drink because then I don't have to worry about like yep. how much is too much. Where do I say yep. no? It's just easier yep. if you go, you know what? I'm just not going to mess with it. And then like that's mm-hmm. that decision made. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I find interesting is like the advice I was just giving before about like just eat it in moderation. Like I, I feel like a lot of nutritionists and different people give that type of advice, but it's like, but do you know if your client that you're advising is a moderator and can do that? Or are they somebody yeah. that like, like you have said, you can't have bread in the house. Oh yeah. Cause you'll just eat it. I'll just eat it. Well, that's the thing is like, I could buy a pack of cookies and I'm not like a huge sweets person, but I let, you know, I'll eat them. Uh, bread is a better example. If I bought like a loaf of bread and I left it unopened, I could not open that bread for a very long time. In fact, I might, it might go bad before I opened it because I know once I open it, it's all downhill from there. Not that bread is inherently bad. I just have no self-control when it comes to bread. (laughs) We're not saying that you should or should not eat any of this stuff. No, I just, I will eat, every meal for me will be bread. I will be making a sandwich. I will have a bread snack. I will have a bread dinner. Like, I just go (laughs) big on. So I know that you love bread, but is that because you love bread or is it because you're like, oh, I need to eat this before it goes bad? Are those the lies no, you tell because yourself? I, it's because I love bread. But honestly, the truth is, is if there was a little bit of bread around all the time and I could just have a piece here and there, it probably would take that like imaginary scarcity out. And it will be like, because right now it's like, well, I don't buy bread very often. So it's here right now. So I better eat it while the getting's good. You know, mm. um, it's very psychological. But I, 
up and you know usually it's just easier for me to not buy bread scarcity mindset um, is a total that's like that's such a good thing you bring up too, it is the thing. whole with the like oh I'm not going on this diet I'm not gonna have this yep. so I better smash it out now is like yep. the scarcity mindset I had to it really overcome that with eating yeah yeah so anyway, anyway. are you a moderator? Um, I would love to know is everybody a moderator or an abstainer because it yeah. is so much easier for me to just be like I could never have that ever again than it would be to be like I have to have a moderate amount <laughs> yeah I think you're I think I am I don't know that I'd say I'm good at moderating but I think I think, I think you are yeah at least with food I think I'm I think better than I used to be um because I definitely used to like yeah don't know anyway that's me I think I think I'd rather moderate than abstain too because if I abstain then I I guess I I feel a bit more like it's just like, oh, you can't have that. So it's like, oh, but I want it. And whereas right now, what I often tell myself, and it is, it's like an anti-scarcity mindset, is I tell myself, like, I don't have to, like, go crazy on this food because it's going to be there. Like, if I want this later, I can get it. You know, like, okay, Mm -hmm. if Ben eats it all, I can go buy more and make sure I get some. Like, I don't have to, like, hoard it or, you know, whatever, because, like, Mm -hmm. it's always going to be available. Yeah. Yeah. Which isn't the case, which isn't always true for everybody. But anyway. No, it definitely is for us, though. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, it is. So so I wonder, yeah, are you an, a moderator or an abstainer? And if you've ever, like, got nutrition advice, do you feel like your nutritionist or whoever it was was like, yeah, because I just kind of, a lot of them try yeah. to preach, like, do it in moderation. But that's just. I think, I think that they that they truly peak. is the best way, but I just don't think everybody's brain is there yet. Yeah, and know? I was going like, to say, I think not. that. People that can't do that are made to feel bad, but it might not necessarily be like a self-control thing. It might just be like Mm -hmm. a psychological thing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Um, we're here to say that you're beautiful. It could be with anything, though, even with like, (laughs) what? I said, we're here to say that you're beautiful, just the way you are. But it could be with anything, though. It's like even like spending money. Like some people are better just to not have like pocket cash, you know? Like if it's, it's burning a hole in their pocket, whereas like I, it doesn't cross my mind I don't feel like if I need something I will get it um you know if it makes sense for me but mm. I'm not like but there definitely were times and once again this is in scarcity I've talked about this before where like I was so broke I just wanted to feel like I had control over any type of spending my money so I would buy like the cheapest thing on the clearance rack at Target just to like feel like I could buy something have I realize yeah. this now um but in the moment, I just was like, oh, no, I like this. And then it was always the, like, ill-fitting or, like, didn't, you know, suit me, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was just because I had to abstain. I didn't have a choice. And so um, – but now I can, like – I have – obviously, I have more spending money now because I'm a grown-up with a full-time job and some part-time yeah. jobs. Um <laughs> But like, you know, being 21 and paying off student loans and working right. crappy jobs, like you just don't have the cash. But anyway, um, I know now like I don't have yeah. to just buy something to feel like I can. I just buy what I need when I need it. And anyway, so it can come so up in a lot of ways, moderator That's and abstainer. Yeah, point. it's a really interesting one. Mm. What's the name of that mm. podcast again? It's called Happier. And is that, do you remember, is that the name of the episode? Uh, it's like probably in... I bet you could sir I'll try to find it. I'll send it to you. Okay. Cool. I'll Thank you. It. Okay. And you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so we got Ross really it, off track. 
Oh yeah, but you know, Ross is gonna abstain from Rachel. He's gonna moderate here, Ben. He's gonna moderate her at first. (laughs) So, yeah. So Rachel's upset, and she goes down to the coffee shop, and she's like, you know, and they're like, "Sweetie, don't worry about it. Like, we'll all still hang out with you." And she's like, "No, you won't. I'm gonna be Kip." And again, Joey with the good one-liners is like you're not going to be Kip. And she's like, you don't even know who Kip is. And he's like, who cares? You're Rachel. <laughs> um, oh, sweet, sweet Joey with I know with some brains in his head, I think. I'm sorry. That's pretty dumb. And so <laughs> pretty dumb. He, he um, so she's like explaining it. Kip was Chandler's roommate before Joey and right. dated Monica. And then when they broke up, it was too awkward. And so he basically got phased out. This is yes. the only time we've ever heard about this person, right? It is not. Oh, we hear about Kip one other time. Um, I don't Earlier? remember when. Yes. And uh, Chandler says that they bought a hibachi together and then Kip ran off and got married. Does so, he say Kip? He says Kip. It's when it's when Joey and Chandler are buying the um the new kitchen table together, right? I think so. Have we already done that? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That was a while ago. Table. Yeah. Um, I just didn't realize that he actually because you know sometimes the script consistency is imperfect, which is fine. We're not saying we could do it yes. better. Um, I mean, we are say, we do think we could do it better, but like no one's giving us our own show, so who knows? Um, yeah, because but, uh, I just found the script. It says, "Yeah, just with my last roommate." And Joey's like, "Oh, I know all about Kip." So he does know who Kip is. Oh, so he does say Kip. Okay, lies. <sighs> he sits on the throne of lies. Good. <laughs> season good one, episode twelve. Wow, that's a long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> I couldn't tell if we had already done it, and I've just it's been a long time, or. If it's just been a long time since I watched the episode, since it's at the end of the season, but yeah, Look, long time. Fair ago. enough that Joey has forgotten four years previously. <laughs> We've forgotten about too. Kip, we did too. So maybe Joey's not lying. He's just pretty dumb. So um, he's pretty so but dumb. I like so. Well, I don't like it's. It's a bit mean, but yeah. So anyway, Rachel's dramatically stressed out about this and is like, I you know, I just assumed if somebody was going to get phased out, it would be Phoebe. You know, Chandler is Ross's old college roommate. Ross and Monica are brother and sister. Like, Phoebe, you live far away. You're not related. You lift right out. You, you lift right out. And it's it is mean. true, but it's mean. But it's true. Yeah. I mean, she's just um, talking practically. She's not saying that's what she wants to happen. No, of course not. But I just, uh, I was trying to put my finger on it again last night when I was watching this because I was just like, I am still annoyed with Rachel. And I I just feel like in watching this, it's like Rachel knows she's the star of this show and that everyone else is just a supporting actor. <laughs> like, that's how she comes okay. off. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like... This is for Ross. Like, this is, like, this is really crappy for Ross. And, like, here we are all, like, sad and whatever about Rachel. And she's, like, I I don't know. She's the one being cast out into the darkness. Yeah. I do. I do see where it's, like, she sees where this is going. And, like, when she and Ross broke up, it did happen then, too, with the, like, you know, whose side are you going to take? Like, joint custody. I kind of think that it's, like, I don't know. I do still think it could work where, like, 
Ross can still hang out with people, just don't hang out with them all as a group. Right. But I guess that's hard. Like, he could go over to the guy's apartment. He could still meet the guys out for hockey games. He could still, like, have Monica come over to catch up. Yeah. I think it would just – I think she's just seeing a future where, like – it, it Like you said, when her and Ross broke up, it's like, oh, do you guys want to come over and do this? Oh, we have plans with Ross. Yeah. And it's like, That's okay, right. well, yesterday you just would have invited me and now I'm not allowed to come. Like, that is such yeah. a bummer. And it's, it's not like they section off very much. They pretty much are yes. all together. All That's what I was going to say is it's it's tougher because they do everything as a unit. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. they're a group all the time. Because if it was just like a lot of like hanging out one here, one there, then it wouldn't be as big of a deal but they're always doing everything as a full group so yeah yeah that makes sense so she's stressed out about it and I get it because she didn't in her mind she didn't do anything wrong right like she didn't go confess her love she didn't try to break up the marriage at the end she didn't hit on Ross like you know in her mind she's being punished right Um, well and I kind of feel like she is I'm not saying Ross isn't being punished because he he is it's just a different yeah um, it, it just feels like he kind of not on not by not that he's trying to, but he kind of has the upper hand on this, you know. Um, kind of like laying down the law. I don't know. It yeah, sucks. it's it sucks. It sucks, and, and she's so hurt. Obviously, yeah, I can understand why. And he made this decision kind of that affects her. And she's thinking, like, I'm going to lose all my friends because of this. You know? Not yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. So I get it. Um, so anyway, it's really sweet. Like, Ross comes to see her. And she's like, oh, isn't this against the rules? So I get it. She's doing what I said he was doing before where she's hurt and it's being expressed as anger. So I don't fault her for that. Um, yeah. But, like, he's like, look, Monica told me, like, I don't want you to lose out on your friendships. I'm going to take a step back. You know, I'll see I'll see my sister at Thanksgiving. I'll see Chandler at... Because he doesn't even say, I'll hang out with people one-on-one so that it doesn't, you know, if there's group stuff, you can be the one to go. Yeah. He's just like, I'll see Chandler at reunions. He's like pretty much like, I will never see these people again. I will bow out. Yeah. Totally. Like, except for basically like acquaintances. Which is crazy. I do, again, I just cannot stop reiterating, like, just, it's not permanent. Just say, like, this is what we'll do for now. And Emily will realize after she feels secure in the relationship. Yeah. Then she will realize that it's okay. And maybe she'll never want Ross and Rachel to hang out one-on-one. Totally fine. But, like, that they can can agree to. She has every right to ask that. You know? Like, I don't know. But I do think, like, for the time being, Ross is doing the right thing. Like, he's the one that's making the change. He's the one yeah, that has to right. save his marriage. It is not um, you get to save your marriage and live in comfort, you know? Like, yeah, you have to do right. the hard work. Um, right. Yeah, and just get together with the guys and just, you know, have Monica over for dinner or whatever. Like, you don't get to come just hang out with everybody and Rachel has to be – because she didn't, I mean, she didn't really do, you know, she's just stuck in the middle yeah. of this, unfortunately. That's right. She's stuck um, in the middle. And like, it's, yes, she happens to live with your sister. So yeah, you probably aren't welcome at your sister's house anymore. If that's the decision you make, you just have her over sometimes. Like, you're totally right. And it's, um, it, it is like, he is doing the right thing by kind of being like, I'm going to be the one that gets put out. And if any of us has to lose friends, it's going to be him. 
I mean, he's yeah. not that I think he's doing the right thing. I think he's doing the right thing if you have to make like if he has to make a choice. Yes. And he Which really wants he it to work with Emily. Yeah. So um Yeah, so that's what happens and and then he's like, "Is that okay? You know, I'll just do this." And then she's like, "No, it's not okay because then I still don't get to see you." Yeah, I know. It's really sad. And that's the thing is like in the end, that's what she's sad about. It's not being other. Yeah. It's being like separated from Losing Ross your because yeah. I think that she's accepted their end, you know. Um but of course she still has She loving still loves them. Feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She does. Totally. Yeah. She realizes that so. she's probably not going to be with him. But she does still love him. And like their friendship, you know, their relationship and whatever just goes. I say relationship. I don't know if I mean like romantically. I just mean like the two of them have such history. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah. Hmm. And that's that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. I thought that there was a little more drama on that topic before I watched this episode when it started. But there's not. That's next time. It's next time. Now I'm curious what this drama is. I guess we'll find out next week. <laughs> I guess we will. <laughs> that's how this works for the last. I love at the end seasons. when. That's how it works when um, when uh, Phoebe, oh sorry, when Monica and Chandler take Joey out of the room to talk him down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About them hooking up, Phoebe's like, oh, they're trying to get Joey. Well, they're going to run oh, away yeah. and start their own new group. <laughs> That's right. So so Rachel apologizes to Phoebe by being like, let's start our own group without the others. Get Joey. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. Cute. I love when she's trying to talk to her and Phoebe is like raising her magazine or book or whatever. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? She like won't make eye, <laughs> like yes. very dramatically moving her neck and will not make eye contact. And just like looks the other direction. Oh, yeah, she's like, like trying not to look at Rachel. It's so funny. She's like, I didn't mean then, to hurt your feelings. I didn't mean to say you lift right out. <laughs> and then Joey comes in and he's like, sorry to interrupt. Rach, Phoebe said you want to talk about some trip or something? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Too Forever. cute. Goodbye, Ross. Bye. Forever. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, so, such a good one. Um, so next week is the one with the Yeti. And I have to say... I totally thought we already did this. I thought the Yeti was like season two or something. No. I don't know why. It just feels. That's Danny. You fogged Danny. Yes. End of episode. I just, for some reason, I could have sworn that was like seasons ago. No. It's happening it's not. in real time. I think I thought it was before Joshua, but it's basically just like oh. Ross Joshua. So. Yes. Well, yeah. Ross, that yes. guy in high school, and then Joshua. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So this has been episode five, the one with all the kips. And next mm-hmm. week is episode six, the one with the Yeti. So join us right. when we fog Danny. When you fog Danny. See you guys then. Bye. Bye. Bye.